Hello, my name is Michael Garrick, and this is Popping Culture Movie Reviews. My guest today is comedian Caleb McCraw. Um, thank you so much for coming on to the movie review. Yeah, thanks so much. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, man. Uh, the movie that we'll be reviewing is Goodfellas. This is 100% spoiler review. Um, Caleb chose the movie. But before we spoil the movie, uh, do you think they should watch it? Oh, absolutely. Goodfellas. It was on the AFI 100 Best Movies of All Time. It's Martin Scorsese. I think it's his best movie. Like, I think if you – every director, I think, has a movie that explains who they are and, like, what their style is, and I think this is Martin Scorsese's. And spot on, great story. It's all true. So just insane. I think it's just, like, worth seeing. Nice, nice. I agree with them, guys. It's a classic. Um, it's, it's one of those films that, you know, you – you watch and you're like, okay, this is like how a good story is told. This is how a good story, a good film is, a uh, good movie is filmed. Uh, like I said, I agree with them. It's definitely something you should watch. All right, everything past this point is 100% spoilers. My first question with you has nothing to do with this movie. Joe Pesci, I was born in 92. When were you born? I was born in 97. Maybe we, okay, maybe we won't see this the same way. The first time I ever saw Joe Pesci was in a movie called Mouse Hunt. Oh, okay. First Joe Pesci movie I ever saw was Home Alone. So, so to see like this kid actor, like this guy, not kid actor, but this adult is in kids' film. Like in Mouse Hunt, he was tripping over stuff in Home Alone. He was getting his hair on fire and stuff. Just to see this guy, like being all these kid movies, and then like go back like later on in life and see him in this movie were you shocked or you were like yeah i saw this well it's just like when i saw him in like like it's well he's one of those people like when you see him in home alone you're like why did they choose this guy to be in this movie of like everybody and then you see goodfellas and you're like oh that's why because like he's been the bad guy for so long that like it's pretty funny to see him like get what's coming to him in a way that's like not bad it's just like him just being a moron and, like, it is, like, the first time I saw him in Goodfellas, I'll admit, like, I first saw Goodfellas, I was probably way too young to have watched it when I first saw it. I was, like, I was probably, like, in middle school, and I was, like, and, like, to see, like, that scene, the first scene he's in where he's, like, he's, like, man, you're a funny guy, and he's, like, what do you mean I'm funny? And, just, and to see, like, it change like that, and I was, like, that's the first time I was, like, oh, okay, like, he's supposed to be scary. That's what... It was just... It was such a tone switch where, I, I mean, I picked up on it quickly, but it just uh, like just to see it, I was just like, "Oh, this guy has range! Like he's yeah. been doing this for a while." Um, and Robert De Niro, man, like just just talent, like yeah, you know, because I, you know, of course, I never saw a young Robert De Niro, so it's just the everything I've seen has been like older age Robert De Niro, but. Like, dude just gets a, becomes a better actor every year, I guess. Like, he, yeah. he nailed it in this film. Yeah, um, super good. Jimmy Burke is, like, one of the best, like, I don't know if he's a, I really don't know who the supporting character, I don't know if he's a supporting character in this movie because I feel like he's just as much a part of the story as Henry Hill is. It's about Henry Hill, but I think he plays just as important of a role. But, yeah, Robert De Niro nails this part like you you get the idea that like he knows like how these people behave and like how you know like they act the way he moves the way he talks it's everything yes yes so i would like to first start with the dialogue how 
do you feel about the dialogue in this movie? Uh, dialogue. I think the dialogue is really like spot on. Like it has like it has like that way of talking. Like they don't talk like a guy in a movie. They talk like real people, which I think's good. Like just like and then like the way they use like con- they use contractions. They don't like fully say out say what they're saying. It's like like he says like what do you mean I'm funny? He could say what do you mean I'm funny? But he says what do you mean I'm funny? Which I think is like a like one of those like it's kind of like how Mark Twain and Huckleberry Finn like you know he picked up on how people sounded in the South and like you could just like see that I like you see that with the with Martin Scorsese or like I don't, I'm not even sure who wrote the movie I think it may have been Martin Scorsese but you see that like with the dialogue and like how like they talk how people from that time period from that place would talk they don't sound like movie characters they sound like real people yes and I, I'm a big fan of dialogue like like. Uh, that's why I'm a big fan of Quentin Tarantino. Like, I'm just so fascinated on like, okay, let me make sure this dialogue makes sense. And not only makes sense, but make sure you listen to it because it will make sense even in the future of the film. Mm-hmm. No, like no line in this movie I feel like is wasted. Yeah, nobody's, nothing's wasted on it. Nothing's like, everything is important to the overall encompassing part of the story. Yes, yes. Um, we talked about two actors. Um, and, and all, how do you feel about the cast? The cast is really good. The only knock I've ever heard on the cast, and I didn't know this until I started, like, you know, getting pretty into movies when I was, like, in high school, college, is that the people in the movie are supposed to be a lot younger than they are, like, in terms of the people that play them. Like, Joe Pesci's character. Joe Pesci's, like, 40 when this movie comes out. And his character dies when he's like 28. So same thing with like De Niro and like Ray Liotta. Like Ray Liotta, I think was 30 something when this movie came out. And like Henry Hill's supposed to be in his early 20s throughout most of the movie. That's like the only knock ever on the cast. But I think they're the best people for the roles they're in. Paul Sorvino is big poly. Like even not just like the three main people. Like Paul Sorvino is big poly. Like, uh, Rain Bracco as uh, as Karen Hill and like all like all those people. Yeah, but that, you gotta think about the time period too. Like you, yeah. like if you look at any like two thousands film, those aren't high school kids in those high school yeah. movies. So it's just <laughs> exactly you know it's just a part of the time period, I guess. Um, when it comes to the pacing, how do you like the pacing in the film? I think it's super well done. I think it starts out. I'll, I'll kind of get off topic here. I think it has the best intro of almost any movie that's ever been made. If you've never seen the movie, starts out, you see these guys digging a hole for a dead body they're about to dump out. And then you sit there and he and all you hear is Henry Hill say, as far back as I can remember, all I ever wanted, all I ever wanted to do was be a gangster. And then he shuts the hood and you see him like look over. And then the music hits and it starts and it goes back to his childhood. And like it immediately, you're like, I want to know who this guy is. <laughs> Yeah. Who are these people? What were they just doing? How did we get to that point? And then, and I, I think that move, that's what it does well too. It keeps you guessing constantly. There's never not a time when you're like, I don't care what's about to happen. Like, you're always like, I need to know who these people are, what's going on, what's happening. Yeah, true. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a great point. When it comes to, like I said, the pacing, do you feel like it's any part of this movie that could have been cut out? They could have been cut out. Hmm. 
I mean, there's some with a lot of like, I mean, with any like, with any mafia movie, there's a lot of scenes where there's just talking that like, you know, it seems unimportant, kind of, kind of be unimportant, but also personally, I don't think so. But I also have a very like long attention span when it comes to movies. Like even like when it comes to like, I haven't watched it yet, but I want to watch the uh, Zack Snyder cut of Justice League, which is like four hours long. And I mean, I don't yeah. think Goodfellas is that long of a movie in terms of like a movie of that quality. It's only two hours and like 20 minutes. So, yeah. When it comes to the, the Justice League movie, just watch it as a series. Don't try to watch yeah. it all at one time. That's I've heard that too. Yeah. But, but it is good. Um, when it comes to the music in this film, I think people really, really forget about the music. Like the music sets the tone so well. Mm-hmm. It sets, it puts you in the time period. It puts you with the people. It puts you with stuff that they would listen to. And then also, it's just like it hits so well. Like in the very beginning, when he says as far back as I can remember, all everyone would do is be a gangster. And he slams the hood. It goes back to when he was living in Brooklyn and a tenement house with his like mom and like three brothers and sisters, and it starts playing rags to riches. And it's just like obviously that's like what everybody wants to do. Uh, talking about the outfits of the time, do you? I believe they nailed it. Do you think they they nailed it? Yeah, and it's I don't know that much about fashion in terms of that stuff, but I feel like it had the whole idea of like, especially like I've seen interviews with Henry Hill where it's like he wanted people to know that he was important, and you can see that like in the way that he dresses. He's always dressed really nice, like especially in the beginning of the movie. And same thing with like all of them; they're always dressed nice. They're always dressed like in a way to where, like, people will know that they're important. Yeah. Like, when he first gets his first big paycheck when he's, like, 13, the first thing he does is go buy a suit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, I like the fact that, like, they, like, it was emphasized, like, just by the way they dress, like, their dry cleaning company, like, they, they must have, their dry cleaning bill must have been, like, amazing. Because, <laughs> yeah. like, just talking about just spotless all the time, it's just that, you know, that definitely helped uh, set the tone. Um, when it comes towards the middle of the movie, do you feel like it kind of slowed down at all? Uh, I mean, it kind. I mean, it does kind of get slow at points because there's issues. I mean, the real issue with it is that it's a story told by one guy. It's one man's perspective, which can be a problem. So Henry Hill always seems like he's the good guy. Yeah, because it's his story. And I'm like, you know, like there are points where there's just certain things going on, like when him and his wife break up and all that stuff. I feel like that's not really important to the story as much as like someone else would be. You could add something else about it. True, true. Um, to go back to Martin for a second, when his camera shots, uh, was it one in particular that you were like, okay, that was very creative? Uh, there's one. There's one scene. It's more the actors, I think, than the camera movement itself. Well, obviously, there's the long shot. At the, at the cabana when he's walking in and like you just see somebody said once that it perfectly encompasses what mafia life is like he gets access to everything just because of who he is like he leaves his car on the street like if you don't know what a long shot is it's a one continuous take of like one thing and then in this movie it's like four minutes where him and his girlfriend at the time are on a date and he has this really nice Cadillac and he leaves it on the street, which is New York in the seventies was not a good idea. And she was like, are you just going to leave your car here? He's like, yeah, somebody will take care of it. And, and then he like walks into the back of this like really nice restaurant. Where all these people are lined up outside. 
he's walking through. People are like, hey, Henry, how's it going? He's like saying hey to people. People are shaking his hand. People are walking up to him. And then like throughout this whole time, you see guys like moving food around. You see guys like moving like suits that they'd stolen off a truck trying to like put them in different places. And then like he walks in, he like, and some guy like snaps his fingers and they bring a table and set it out for him specifically. And then he's sitting there and then a guy brings some wine and says, this is from Mr. Whoever on the other side of the restaurant. And then he waves at him and then, and then like you just and then like at that point like the shot ends and she's just like what do you do for a living and he's like I'm in construction and that's all he says. Is <laughs> is a beautiful shot scene, man. It's just mm-hmm. it really is well done and it shows it. In so much of this movie, it just shows like the power dynamic, and it, it yeah. really, really because that sometimes you really is it's in some films they try to but they either go way too heavy say it doesn't feel real or they go way too fictional and i think in this movie it just kept a very great balance yeah and this movie i've always been told and i've always said is it's a love story to the criminal life as opposed to like the godfather scarface and those movies where it's like it always ends badly like like henry hill loved being a criminal he didn't do it because he didn't he didn't do it because he had to he just genuinely enjoyed to do it it's like when you first meet Jimmy Burke, he says that about Jimmy. He said, Jimmy's the type of guy that cheers for the bad guys in movies. It's like they just were criminals. That's all they were. They didn't have some greater goal. They loved what they did, and they loved doing it well. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah pretty much. And, and they were good. They were good yeah. at it. Like, it's yeah. no, there's no way. they. I mean, it just ran like a, a well-oiled business at that point. Like, it uh, – what part of the movie do you feel like, okay, this is not, this did not happen. This is not a true part of his story. Mm, a true part of his story? I'm trying to think now. God, there's so much in it. Mm. I don't think his arm was twisted as much when it came to cooperating because the, that's the thing about like a lifestyle like that. Is that like at the end of the day, you're always just looking out for you? That's how it goes. Yeah. And it's like, you know, if the opportunity is itself to save yourself, if you don't take it, you're kind of an idiot. That's yeah. just how it goes. It's like, it's not like he was between a rock and a hard place. It's like, you can go to prison or you can just tell us what you know and then you'll, it'll be all be over. And then you're just. So I don't think it was as difficult for him to make that decision as he makes it seem. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's that's kind of where I was too. Like I can't imagine him doing a whole movie. I, everything we learned about him, that he would not tell. They also say that the food scene in prison is not realistic either. They say it's not like that for mob guys. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, that should definitely be fiction. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, they said you live better than most people, but not that good. You get an extra uh, sandwich patty. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's as far as that probably goes. You probably could like not have a roommate too, but that's probably the stand, I would guess. Um when one through ten, what would you give this movie? Oh dude, it's definitely a ten. It's gotta be a ten. Yeah, I, I would agree. It's the um, best, it's probably one of the best like mafia slash crime movies ever. Yes. And a lot of the chaos were in other mafia movies also. Yeah, Ray Liotta, Joe Pesci, Robert De Niro's in Godfather 2, which is like the – Robert De Niro and Joe Pesci are both in uh, Casino, which is another – which is basically like Goodfellas in Vegas almost. Yep. 
And and now, I mean, this is like one of the first movies Samuel L. Jackson's in it as uh, I think his name's like Sticks or something like that. Mm-hmm. But he's uh, he's a member of their crew. I, I think, and, and guys, don't watch it. But like, have you have you ever seen God uh, the third one? Godfather three. Yeah, I haven't seen it. I just know that it's not as good as the first. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's so funny, bro. It's like a parody. It's just, really? it's, a, it's a hilarious movie though. If you ever get a chance, just watch mm-hmm. it for how bad it is. Um, this is a dumb question, but I have to ask: Do you believe that this movie has become a part of pop culture? Absolutely. I think there's like so many people like know like who Henry Hill is, but they have no idea who he is. They just think he's the guy from Goodfellas. Because right. like yeah. our, it's like yeah. Because like if you say like oh yeah Henry, I was reading Henry Hill's book. They're like oh the guy from Goodfellas. It's like well Goodfellas is about him, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, is there anything else you like to say about the film? Uh, I mean, if you haven't seen it, you really have to. I think anybody can watch this movie and find something that they like about it. If you don't like crime, then don't worry. In the end, crime uh, doesn't pay because a lot of them get caught. If you think that if you like music, there's a really good soundtrack. If you like just the time period, it's a perfect, like, it's like a love letter to the 1970s. And like, it's a love letter to New York because there's a lot of stuff about New York in it. So, yeah. Nice. Nice. So, man, is, uh, anything you want to say to your fans? And please tell me your social media. Uh, Follow me at Caleb McCraw, at Caleb underscore McCraw on uh, Instagram, just Caleb McCraw on Facebook. I don't have a comedy page or anything. You can just friend request me. And uh, one other thing before, the final shot of this movie, this is a movie trivia question for you. Do you know what that reference is at the very end when it's him talking and then Tommy, just Tommy shooting his gun at the camera? No. The first, one of the first feature like movies of all time was called The Great Train Robbery. And at the end of it, the guy shoots at the camera like that. And it's like, it's like become like one of the most famous shots in movie history. But that's what that's a reference to. The Great Train Robbery? Yeah. It's from like 1906. So it's like from way back in the day. All right. I'll check that out. I'll check that out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hey, roommate. <laughs> he, he like looked right at me. So I was just like, okay. <laughs> All right, right, man. Uh, Thank you so much for coming on to the movie review, and you guys have an amazing day.